The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, it is a big day for I you. I am so excited. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, what, what's like the first thing that you're going to say? Well, because I don't know how to prepare for it because the last time this happened, I didn't know that it was going to happen. But now I right. know it's going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what to do. Like, are we uh-huh. old friends at this point? Yeah. At this point, do you, do you just walk we, up? Is that what you're yeah, I mean, you are, need to do? We're basically peers. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I can't even keep it together when you say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Well, we need to discuss Sarah's big day here. Um, Reuniting. Yeah, you thought that hot dog day was the peak. Oh, no. Oh, no. This day just keeps coming up, Sarah, this week. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Thank you to everyone who's been going to funemploymentradio.com and signing up for that Audible free trial. And if you haven't yet, why don't you go ahead and do so and pick up a copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human. Voice The Zombie you Who Cried Human, you say? The Zombie Who Cried Human. It's a wonderful book. And Tell it's written me more. by It's uh, written by our buddy Brian James Freeman. And it is a delightful story about zombies who kidnap a bunch of humans and then the kid was supposed to watch them and then he fails and then other don't stuff happens. Spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it, but it's a majestically beautiful book, and it's also narrated by myself and Greg Nippler. Yes, indeed. And you can mm-hmm. pick that up now by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on that Audible link. That That's would be wonderful. So wonderful. All right. We have lots of stuff to get to today, but none, none more important <laughs> than Sarah's huge announcement that she has about what's going on in her life. This is kind of like a lifestyles of the rich and famous type of thing that we have going here. That's weird. You know, you your fabulous, like fabulous lifestyle of Sarah Dillon. Sarah, why don't you Did tell you say everybody? I have a fabulous lifestyle? Thanks. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, Sarah, why don't you tell everybody what it is that you're getting ready to do today? Today, it's very excited. And T minus, uh, let's see, five hours and I don't know how to do math, 48 minutes. I'm going to be waiting in line to meet Kyle McLaughlin. Again. So about, I'm sorry, I know. I got Greg's like, don't hit the thing. I can't. I was very excited. Okay. I didn't think that this chance would happen once in a lifetime, let alone. Twice in a lifetime. Okay, so Kyle McLaughlin. Let's explain who Kyle McLaughlin is, because there's still people that don't know who Kyle McLaughlin is. If you don't, okay, just take a quick second. Google Kyle McLaughlin. M-A-C-L-A-C-H-L-A-N. What is, okay, so Kyle McLaughlin was in Twin Peaks. Kyle McLaughlin was Special Agent Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks. He was in, um, he's been in tons of stuff. He was in Showgirls. He had the worst like pool sex scene in cinema in cinematic history. It is the most <laughs> hilariously horrible thing. Um, randomly enough, I am watching Desperate Housewives for the first time, and like the episode before the last one, all of a sudden he just appeared in Desperate Housewives, and now I'm watching him in Desperate Housewives. So he's in that. If you watch that, he was in Sex in the City. He was Charlotte's uh, first husband. He's been a lot, he was in Dune. He was a, like a okay. lot of David Lynch things. Okay, so. So, so this is one of Sarah's like like biggest celebrities ever. Like Sarah, Sarah loves Twin Peaks. Kyle MacLachlan is one of her favorites, and you met Kyle MacLachlan last summer, or maybe it was about a year ago. About a year ago, yeah. Um, on the set of Portlandia, randomly he was there, and you were an extra, and he happened to be there playing the mayor of Portland, and you were able to get a picture with Kyle MacLachlan. I was so now the the um, it's actually on Netflix right now. If you want to see that episode of Portlandia, it's the final one, and I'm in it a couple times. You can see me, and at one point we do actually share 
a screen together, me and Kyle. <laughs> it's so magical. Yeah. So I, I don't. In case you didn't hear the story, just real quick. So I was. Um, it's at a marathon, and he's like the mayor, and so he's getting ready to fire the gun at the beginning of the uh-huh. marathon. Right. And uh, already. So basically when you're an extra, you know, they kind of tell you what to wear and you do your thing and you're kind of herded around. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of waiting, but it's a lot of fun. So um, I did not know that day that Kyle McLaughlin was going to be the special guest. And they were checking over everyone's wardrobes because you were supposed to look like you were running in a marathon. And the wardrobe person came over to me and they saw my outfit and they're like, mm, I don't think that's going to work for the marathon. And I'm like, fuck you. That's not going to work for the marathon. So I stole. Is that what you said to her face? I said, I said it in my head. And okay. it was a guy. Yeah. Um, okay. And... So I was just like, well, this will not do. I haven't met Kyle McLaughlin yet, and he's here, and he's going to be here all day, and I'm being dismissed because I wore the wrong shoes. I'm like, this is this will not do. So I saw, because there were all these people that had, um, the mar- so, since it's a marathon, there were bibs, and somebody had like left their bib there from earlier in the day. And so I just took one of the marathon bibs and pinned it on myself and put myself in the middle of the of the pen of people and just kind of went out there and continued to extra for the day, even though my outfit wasn't approved. Wow. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sh- it worked because yeah. like the producers, like they could have cut me out. I'm predominantly like, you can see my full outfit in one of the scenes. Like uh-huh. if they didn't like me, they could have cut me out. Right. So I just decided to take a chance. So then, wow, I sound like the worst extra ever. So anyway, yeah. so I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, when you screw you, production, I'm going to do what I want, and then it's too late because I'm already in the shot. You can't cut it. Yeah, there are tons. Of, like for the five minutes of scene, we did an entire day. Like I didn't have to be in it. So, uh, so, then, so I, that was the first thing that I did. Then when we were doing the uh, marathon thing, running, and then we'd have to like run past the starting line, then go to the right, go back around, loop back around, get back into position, and, like, reshoot the starting lines, you know, over and over and over again. So you're supposed to go to the right, because okay. on the left, that's where um, Kyle McLaughlin and former mayor, uh, actual former mayor of Portland, Sam Adams, were, and they were over there talking. And so instead of, so we did the shot and, like, you know, run through, then go to the right, go back around, loop around. So after we did that about three times, I saw Kyle standing over there, by himself. Oh, it's I'm Kyle like, now, not Mr. McLaughlin. Not no, this Kyle is what you McLaughlin. gave me shit about. What it's I, like, oh, what up, Kyle? What am I supposed to say? Oh, Hello, Mr. McLaughlin. I don't know. Hello, Mr. McLaughlin. It's just the way that you just referred to him. So Kyle oh, McLaughlin. Oh, you know, Kyle was just over there. Kyle McLaughlin. I'll say his full name. So Kyle McLaughlin was over there. And so instead of going over to the right, <laughs> like back. I was. He was just hanging out. <laughs> so instead of going over to the right, I saw him standing over there by himself. And I'm like, fuck. This is the only chance I'm ever going to get. Like, I'm. I, I saw other people already going up to him and like asking to take pictures with him and uh-huh. and, and talking to him and I'm and I was so scared. I don't think I've ever been this scared to meet somebody before. And I'm like, I just have to do it. I have to do it. So instead of going right and going back around and looping back with all the other people, I went left and went around the the way I wasn't supposed to and went behind the stand. This is a very elaborate story for really quick. And then uh, I I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, "Excuse me." And I said, Kyle. Oh, God. Wait, what am I supposed to say? His full name? Like, I don't know. I'm not like Mr. McLaughlin. Hello, Kyle McLaughlin. Hello, Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> I just kind of, it kind of all came out like word salad. I'm like, hi, Kyle. Is it all right if I take a picture with you? I'm a big fan. And he was like, oh, okay. And he's like very refined and even more <laughs> and devastatingly handsome in person. And I had my camera. So I had already like set my picture, my uh, camera to take a picture. Uh-huh. So I like, had it and we could take the thing. I'm like, I really am enjoying the new series. And he was like, Thank you. And then we took a picture, and then I just ran away. I scampered. I don't know what I did. And then I immediately like emailed the picture like, before I even looked at it. I just emailed. You it are to myself. spazzing out about just recounting out. a I'm story fine. that already happened and worked out well. So okay, so let's get to this now. 
What, how exactly oh God, is I'm this going to be cool? What exactly is happening today? Because we need to walk through this and I need to help you out a lot. You do. I need some this. help. I need some help because uh, I'm already spazzing. All right. So what is it that's happening today? Okay. So today uh, I was notified by my friend Merritt, which was really awesome. Of her. I hadn't even heard of this. Um, so she tagged me in Facebook and she's like, hey, I uh, thought this might interest you. And sure enough, Kyle McLaughlin, I did not know this, uh, owns his own wine company. And sure enough, as though that's something we all expected. Like, I knew it. I knew I she was going to say wine company. I don't know how to talk like, anymore. Stop sure it. Enough, like, Shut up. Like, <laughs> <what is> <laughs> sure enough. Sure enough. He's a pilot, and he's <laughs> flying us to China. Like, I mean, like, what is, the, what is the sure enough part of it? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> sure enough. Sure enough. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Sure enough, he lives Stop. in an underground bunker up in the Portland Hills, and I'm going there. Like, <laughs> that was the most confident sure enough I've ever said to, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Sure enough, you know, it's a team of trained dolphins on the Willamette River, and I'm going to ride one of them today. Like, sure enough. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to us laughing. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> so he owns. So Kyle McLaughlin <laughs> owns a winery. Is this correct? Yes. Or, or just he owns like a, or does he like just have his own wine? Or does he actually he has, own a winery? I'm so glad that you have. <laughs> he has a, he has a winery. Okay, so he own. I don't know. It's something with wine. It's Kyle McLaughlin. I didn't really look at the rest of the shit. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, he has. Uh, so his wine is called Pursued by Bear. Okay. Yes. Um, so, pursued oh, so he is by making, bear. Pursued by bear. So okay, it looks so this like is the name of his wine. Yes. Okay. And so, what is he? Yeah. Doing so he with makes. So wine? I guess he he makes the wine in Walla Walla. And he goes out there with his bare <laughs> feet and squishes the feet. berries. Yes, Kyle McLaughlin goes out there and does this. Kyle McLaughlin <laughs> feet squished berries. Yep. He's up there every morning, <laughs> making sure they're properly watered. Okay. So so he hand raises these grapes and crushes the. The grapes and makes this wine for you. Uh, pursued by bears is wine. And so what is it that he's doing? So uh, apparently he's, <laughs> sure enough, he's going to be there uh, uh, with his, so basically it's a it's at a salt company here in town. I don't know exactly what's happening here. At a salt company? It's a salt company, not a salt, like poo-poo, but like, you know, a salt, like salting. Salting. Yes. Okay. I, I got. I gathered that. I didn't know there was a salt company. In yes. Okay. No. Jacobson Salt Company. They make all different okay. kinds of salts. Like people who are f- like food people. Okay. Fancy salts. Fancy salts. Okay. So he's going to be at the Fancy Salt Company, and uh, there are going to be samples. Okay, Greg. There are going to be cheese samples, okay. which well, is amazing. And then there's a taste selection. That's also a bit of a. Okay, we have to walk through that, but let's get the basic. I know. Facts I'm already here. like itchy, and like facts. I don't know how to like even talk like a normal. Okay. Person. So it's a. So it's at a salt company, and. Kyle McLaughlin's going to be there with his wine, and there's going to be cheese. Yes. So how how are you involved in this? Um, so what you can do is, uh, so they're letting in 50 people at a time. It's free to attend, but you have to RSVP for some reason. So me and um, my other Twin Peaks nerds, uh, the two dorkiest Twin Peaks nerds I know, uh, Scott Daly, of course. Yes. The biggest. Of and, course. Uh, and our buddy Trina. 
So we all got our tickets, and we are going to go stand in line to go in, and they're letting 50 people in at a time. And basically, to go in, he's going to be there. He's hosting it, uh, schmoozing around. You can talk to him um, and to sample the wines and the cheeses and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know, like in a room with him. Like, so I'm, you're going to be there in the room with him, and you're going to be... Like, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So he's going to be hanging out. I've never been to, like, a real, like, wine table. And it's only 50 Like, I don't know how big a salt company is. So I don't know how big the room is. I don't know. But there's going to be cheese. Number one, there's you do get cheese. nervous. I do get nervous. And, and then I nervous eat. You'll nervous eat. And then so I'm going to have gotta a be hot careful. cheese breath. you got to be careful <sighs> with your hot cheese breath. Now, I'm assuming at some point you're going to want to go up and talk to him. Yes. Because, I mean, you guys are buddies, obviously. I mean, we are. I mean, know. when I coach him, I'm going to be like, hey, do you remember? Like, I have to talk to him as if we're peers because, you know. <laughs> okay, how would you approach him? Well, I mean, we've worked together oh, at this God. point. Last time, I was like, oh, Kyle, it's so good to see you. Last time I saw you was on set. <laughs> that <laughs> is the... <laughs> The thing is, you know there's going to be some people in Portland oh that will God, walk up and say I that because there were so many extras. They're like, hey, yeah, I saw you on, you know, we were on set that one day. Boy, that was a real nice day, wasn't it? Like, you know, you were an extra oh, on something. No, I know. I, I worked with those extras who were all like, oh, yeah, when we were on, there was, it was so great when we were on set. I'm like, we are furniture that just happens to be alive. Like, that's all. Which is still great. But I love doing it. That, yeah. But I know my place. Right. Like, I just... You just go and so, do it. And- so how are, how are you going to... <laughs> All right, so you've got your hot cheese breath because you've eaten too much cheese. I've definitely eaten too much cheese. And you probably, let's say, you took a few too many samples of the wine, too. Okay. Because you do... You're a little bit of a nervous... A little bit of a nervous imbiber? Yeah, nervous imbiber. That's, that's a really nice thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. Well, I'm, so, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, and so, so you've had some... Like, how are you going to do this? Like, what is your goal? Um. Well, my... I don't know. I mean, well, first of all, should I... Like, make a reference that I've met him before? Or he won't care. He won't remember. Should I wear the same thing that I wore last time? <laughs> like, remember, remember this, Kyle? <laughs> Should I maybe print out a picture of us and then, like, Are you going to print out the picture of the I two of you? I can go out to Gen X and, like, make and put the picture on the oh shirt. Oh, my God. You would not be allowed in. There are going to be weirder people than me. That's true. I'm going with one of them, too. Scott Scott is bringing, like, his whole Twin Peaks collection. <laughs> I was just like loaded up in his arms. Scott is a he's beautiful nerd. He's like, stuff. and he's taking it very seriously too. I'm like, all right, are we gonna like meet up for a beer before? He's like, um, we need to get in line because there's probably gonna be a long line, and we need to get in line for this. I'm like, oh my god, Scott. <laughs> but then again, he's been a you know a Kyle McLaughlin fan his entire life, and he hasn't met him yet. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I totally understand it. Like if I knew, I mean, I'm excited to see him again. But I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, okay. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, so, so you may may or may not have a picture. Should I reference of that we've been in like the same shot together? I, I don't. Do, I do have that screenshot of uh, me standing on the sidelines with him walking away. I mean, look, as somebody who is friends with Lady Gaga, you know, because <laughs> there is a picture of me, and she said my name before. I have a recording of it. You know, so I think for That's me, like if I were to encounter Lady Gaga, I'd just be like, "Hey, what up?" You know, boo, how's it going? And that's what I would say. Jesus, Greg. Yeah. No, I know. You terrible. can't even, don't I say that. I can't even joke like don't that. Don't joke like that. I was that. trying to joke like that and I couldn't do it. That was, I wish I could 
take that back. I wish you could, too. I wish you could insert that I back wish I could pretend that never happened, yeah. but I know it did, and I have to move on with you my have life. To, you have to understand that the life that you lead sometimes now incorporates you have to, that. Sometimes that it's, part of, it's part of me, and it's part should of I my let him, story. Should I let him know that I think it's Kismet, that I've been watching Desperate Housewives, and I didn't know he was on it, and like the episode that I just watched, he's in it, and I think that he's really good, and his character <laughs> is very layered. Take a look at the live chat here at uh, funemploymentradio.com slash live for Fun Employment Radio <laughs> Supporters Club members. I'm taking a look here. Um, Tony says, tell him you loved his pool sex scene in Showgirls. <laughs> so oh, God. I need to find one, like, super obscure thing. Because everyone's going to be talking about, like, twin, like the new season of Twin Peaks or Portlandia or something. I need to find, like, one random why, little why? role. No. Just so I stand out. <laughs> You're going to stand out amongst that, amongst everything. I'm going to look up. Why do you want to stand out? Because I want to what be is your goal? What do you What do you hope is going to happen? I want to be friends with him, and I want to talk to. He's going to swoop him. you off your feet, and you're going to. No, he's a married man with children. I don't like. I don't like him in a sexual way. I mean, he's very attractive, but I mean, I just kind of want to be buddies with him. He just is so interesting, <laughs> which totally sounds like what like serial killers say. Like, I just want to be friends with him. Uh-huh. Why won't you be friends with me? Oh this is man! What you're say. Oh, why don't we practice it? What? Why don't we practice? No. Okay. All right, so I'm you're walking in his... there. This is a fancy... Okay, I'm going to tell you... Uh, we're going to pretend, and then I'm going to give you some tips. All right, so so here I am. I'm Kyle McLaughlin. I'm drinking coffee or whatever it is that he does. And and so I'm, I'm hanging out. You've been, you know, shoving down some cheese, a few glasses of wine, and you're walking up... It's samples. You don't get glasses, I don't think. I think they just give you, like, the swirlies, and then you're like... Oh, you'll you find a, a way to get a few I know, swirlies. of course yeah. I will. Or you'll have your swirlies. flask that you're, like, all drinking out of your... <laughs> you're, you're Jesus, Greg, make me sound more like a lush. No, because you're going to be nervous. All right, so <clears throat> so here I am. Now, you're walking up. What is it you're, you're going to do? Okay, I'm Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> yes, I'm just, a, you know, I was just got off my latest shoot and uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm mumbling. You're walking up to me. Interrupt. I don't want to. No, I'm not going to interrupt you. Okay, I'm just standing there. You're there's, standing. There's a line where they're only allowing a certain amount of people in, but no one's talking to me. I'm Kyle McLaughlin just standing here. Do, do, do. Oh, hi. Excuse me, Mr. McLaughlin? Uh, yes, hello. Oh, hi. Um, my name is Sarah. I was wondering if I... All I want to do is get a picture with him and shake his hand. <clears throat> I'm sorry? Are you talking to me or no, are you talking to who you're talking to? God damn it. Um, excuse I'm me. I'm sorry, ma'am. Mr. Are you okay? Mr. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eddie's comment in the chat makes me laugh. He said, I like him in a sexual way. <laughs> well, I mean, so do I, but he's like married with kids. So I'm like trying to pretend like I'm not crazy. All right. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh, excuse me, Mr. McLaughlin. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, uh, hi. Um, my name is Sarah. I'm a huge fan of your work uh, and your wine. It's great. Can I get a picture with you? Um, I'm really not here to take pictures. Why would he not be there to take pictures? That would just right. be mean. All right. Yeah, I guess that would work, but I mean, that was really clunky and weird. Oh, see, tr- oh, fuck you, Trina. Trina has a solid in. She's saying, I'm going to talk to him about his mom because I've actually met her. See, but that's, I don't know. That one sounds like a little blurty, too. Like, no, if Kyle, someone knew, I know your mom. If someone knew my mom, <laughs> I would be like, that's awesome. Because my mom was a teacher. Yeah. She was beloved to many people. That's well, she true. still that is. is a She's a end. wonderful person. A better, yeah. yeah. I think what you should do, you should focus on the wine. Like, pretend like you know wine. Okay, because that's what he's, like, they're pitching. Exactly. And I don't like, think it's focus chi- on what, I don't think it's cheap wine, Because nobody's, nobody's going to want to talk to him about his wine. They're, they're there to, because he's Kyle McLaughlin. They're not there because he's, ooh, Kyle McLaughlin, boy, he makes the best wines. No, he Maybe gets to he do does. that because he's rich and famous, which, more power to him. But that'd be like talking <gasps> to Ryan, Jesus uh, Christ, I was going to buy a bottle of it. How much is it? The cheapest one is $60. Yeah, yeah. Do I, ha- I don't have to buy a bottle, do I? 
No, I don't think okay. so. I'm you like, probably I have can't... a better chance of hanging out with him. Yeah, I can't really afford that. Ask if we can borrow somebody else's bottle. <laughs> can I borrow your bottle while I go take a picture? Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. big deal. I was going to pretend that I have this. Uh, oh, there's one for 30 Oh, that's still... Mm, I need to pay my bills. <laughs> I don't think I can before. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so you're going to walk up. Uh, what kind Sorry, of wine I can't afford it? your wine, but it looks real good. That wine looks tasty. <laughs> I got to pay my bill. Well, I mean, that's true. Uh, that's expensive. Um, so, oh, Eddie's got a good point. Tell him this is a damn fine glass of wine. Oh, that's so cheesy. That's that is great. so cheesy. Oh, my God. That's. Could you even do it? I don't know if I could. Because that's you know what it was like, in case you don't know. You know who know. could? Scott Daly could. Scott Daly will do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm kind of excited to see Scott. It. He'll do it. Um, gentle giant Scott Daly, like clutching his Twin Peaks memorabilia. <laughs> oh my God. Wearing his, because I already know he's wearing his Twin Peaks Please shirt. Please take video of Scott meeting Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, I will. Like that. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm I mean mostly that, excited because for I'm, that, exci- yeah. I'm excited for him, but I also want to see him dork out. No, because Scott is a huge film buff. Like he yeah. is, like he knows more about movies than most human beings. Yeah. And he is a huge, like he loves all of Kyle McLaughlin's work. Like he's been a lifelong fan. So I know this is like, a dream come true. Yeah. It's gonna be, now I'm more excited, actually, for Scott. Right. Yeah. That I mean, makes me actually good, less nervous, because if I am, like, putting my nervousness on to other people. Because Trina's set. She has, like, the, the family connection. Yeah. Ugh. I have nothing. Except for that we've acted together. I am a fellow <laughs> oh actor. God. Oh, that's so douchey when you say that. Can I ask him if there's going to be a fourth season of Twin Peaks? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That too much? I'm pretty sure there's not, but yeah, mm-hmm. you can. You can. I mean, that kind of thing. I'm sure they're fine with. All right, so he makes reds. I like those, and the occasional rosé. Okay, so what are you going to say about the wine? I'm going to say that it is delicious. This wine is fantastic. Oh my, his okay, his website is actually really adorable. It's him with a giant uh, like person in a like bear costume, just sitting there drinking wine. He's very Super eccentric. Bad. I like him. Well, he is very yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know he seems like he'd be a fun guy strange guy to hang out with i have to tell you like he's stunning he is oh. just like in the pre- like you're in the presence of true beauty when you're near him <laughs> seriously and that hair oh man the hair and that profile that chin oh it was so nice wow fuck i'm yeah, so creepy not a I creep so at all you creepy. are going to not last in there if you keep saying things like that i'm not i'm not <laughs> Well, I'm, I guarantee I won't be the creepiest person. Keelan says, tell him Twin Peaks Season 4 is your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, what are you going to wear? I don't know. I was uh, going to wear... Desmond suggesting wearing your Black Lodge t-shirt. I, that's what I was thinking I was going like, to wear. Like, what do you wear when you, when you meet somebody like that? It's been a while since I've met... I mean, Weird Al, obviously, that's the last time that I met somebody that I was like, oh, yeah. holy well, shit, Well, because I have like five But I didn't six, even know if it was going to happen. I have five or six Twin Peaks shirts. And I know Scott's wearing one, but should I? <laughs> the log lady outfit. <laughs> I could bring my log and have him sign it. <laughs> oh. No, I can't. That's pretty. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what kind of people will be there. And you're right. You may be the one of the most, you know, I think conservatively be... dressed per- people there. I mean, maybe. But then again, I didn't really know. Like, I haven't seen this event posted anywhere. I wouldn't have known about it, and, and uh, Scott or Trina hadn't heard of it either. Yeah. Um, unless my friend had posted something on my page about it, and I was looking at it, and it says only, uh, I think it said like 23 people confirmed. I'm like, I just don't want anyone to know about it. So that. Oh, you're trying to keep it a secret. No. You don't want other people to know when when it is. 
Okay. Oh, it says 30 people going, 123 interested. Whoa, so maybe this will be a more, you know, intimate crowd. I know. That's what I'm nervous about. No, there's going to be And they, they won't be able to get, like, kick us out, and then we're going to have to... I would buy a 30... <laughs> you can't kick us out. There's not, four, there's not 50 people in here. You can't make us leave. You can't make me leave. <laughs> if we get to hang out in the same room as, as Kyle for a little while, I will buy a $30 bottle of wine. <laughs> What if they do make you clear the room and then you just get right back in line to go right back in and just keep looping in and in the whole time? I wonder if there will be a lot of people there. I don't know. I don't know either. You have to film some video of this. Oh, I will. Like, go live on on our Instagram page or something like that. Like, I want to see what goes on. Oh, I will. I'll I'll do the Instagram And we have to get video of Scott Daly meeting him. Oh, I know. I mean, that's Scott that taking, I genuinely really want to see. He's already that. so serious. I was like, hey, so do you want to meet up for um, like a beer beforehand? Because I'm, you know, I'm a little nervous and excited. And he's just like, well, I think it's best if we get in line because there's probably <laughs> going to be a big line and we need to get in line. <laughs> I love him. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. That is cool. So good luck, sir. Thank you. Is my thing muted? No. Oh, why is it not playing? There it is. Yeah, I think you had to hit play. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited too. So, should I wear the uh, Twin Peaks themed, my Black Lodge shirt? Because I have that one. I have my Welcome to Twin Peaks shirt that's black with like red and blue on it. Mm, I think you should. The Black Lodge one. Yeah, that's wear my the Black Lodge. One. I like that one. I mean, you probably will not be the only person there with the Black Lodge shirt. Yeah, there'll probably be like seven of us. Probably. But it's my coolest one. It's still cool. Yeah, I think you should. Okay. Wear it. <laughs> All right. Hello, my friends. <clears throat> my name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, have a story out of Oregon. 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 Don't. My Twin Peaks people know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Do they, is that what they say on there? Oregon. Oh, that makes no, me it's hate David. it even more. No, it's... You wouldn't understand. I understand they're saying it wrong. First up, an Oregon man had a winning Powerball ticket in his wallet for two weeks before he discovered that he actually won Powerball and he was the $150.4 million jackpot winner. How do you hold on to that for two weeks? For two weeks, he didn't realize that he stuck it in his wallet and forgot, and that was worth $150.4 million. Honestly, that's something I would do, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't check it two weeks later. I would have accidentally thrown it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's and you. I would never know. That's you Maybe in a I nutshell. have done that. No, I just have no idea. That's you in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Stephen Nickel of Salem says he bought his ticket at the Circle K in Salem, and it was about two weeks before he remembered to check the ticket on his lunch break when the clerk told me that wins over $600 have to go to the lottery office. I thought I could buy my wife something nice for the 4th of July. Oh, that's what a nice young man. He told Oregon lottery officials. How old is this guy? It doesn't say. Okay. He's probably older. I don't know. Um, so he just thought it was uh, a little over $600. Because they said, because she said they had to go check it, so she couldn't tell him how much it was that he uh, had won. So he went to the lottery office. That's when he found out he won one hundred and fifty million dollars. Why, why wouldn't you just immediately go online and take a look at the numbers? Like, really, it's over six hundred dollars. Well, I want to know how much I won. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he said I he mean, checked the numbers when he got home. So let's see. Yeah, so he checked okay. the numbers and then he discovered that he won one hundred and fifty, which he claimed this week as a sixty-one dollar million, or sixty-one million dollar lump sum after taxes. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to get, right? Is the lump sum? Yeah, you can get the lump sum. 
I've heard you that. Or you're, else you can get like the what the allowance, like where you, well, get, you get payments. A certain amount. Yeah. I would take the lump. I've I've heard you're supposed to get the lump sum, like it's less overall. Or but you get it all at the same time. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he said he's just very to have that prepared for when I win. You know. Yeah, I know because we know so many people who have won the lottery. So many people. Do you know anybody who's won the lottery? With like the big big lottery? No. Yeah. I know people have won like a few hundred dollars. Like I think my dad won a few hundred bucks one time. Yeah. But no, no, okay. I, I do not know any 150 millionaires. Okay. That I'm aware of. If I won, though, I probably wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, I would assume that. Yep. I would keep it a secret. I would carry out my life like normal for a while and then slowly Just I'm gone. disappear and go to your place that, where, you, where you go on the lamb. Yep. And I'm living in my uh, establishment at my pre established place where I'm running off to. It sounds like you're establishing a <clears throat> brothel or something somewhere. That kind of money? No, that's not what I'm doing. No, I would have, uh, <clears throat> I'd have places, but I wouldn't tell anybody where I was. Oh, that sounds like a very fulfilling life. Yep. All by myself. with all <laughs> Just alone on the lamb. I wouldn't last very long. No, you wouldn't. No. All right. Next up, <clears throat> I didn't even know that this actually still existed, but the Brady Bunch house is on the market. If oh. you ever dreamed about living in the Brady Bunch house... It's available now for a cool $1.9 million. So the Los Angeles home used for the exterior shots in the classic uh, comedy sitcom. The Brady Bunch is now for sale. The house located in Colfax Meadows, which is a neighborhood in Los Angeles, was used for the exterior shots of the family's home, although the interior scenes were filmed in a studio. So Ernie Carswell, uh, who is the listing on the property, says the interior of the home is a time capsule of 1970s design, although he cautioned that it does not look like the exact replica of the inside of the home from the series. So he said uh, the listing for the home, which features a rock wall fireplace and wood paneled walls, which is the touch of class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was still standing. Yeah, it's a, I guess it's the second most photographed house in the United States after the White House. No, how can they prove that? I mean, more than like Graceland or something like that? Well, Graceland's technically not a house anymore. It's a museum. I don't know. I don't know how you can prove that it's the second most photographed house. Well, see, I was going to think that maybe it would be the Full House house and actually have a story. I I just remembered that there was a story about that, too. Full House house, yeah. I mean, that's the one that I think of when people are trying to take pictures of famous houses. Yeah. Goonies house. Oh, the Goonies house, yeah. But they... They're real jerks, though, from what I've heard, about letting you get up there. Like, they, they tried to screw it up for you. No, they... No, I think it's different people Didn't they now. put something up? They did, and then I think that they're at peace with it now. Are they? Okay. Yeah, I think there was there were some issues, uh, like, ten years ago. I remember when people okay. were, like, traipsing up and, like, damaging the property. Well, yeah, no, you can't do that. And yeah. I totally understand if they get mad about that. But if you, somebody's taking a picture from the street, you know what you are. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you own the... The Goonies house. Yeah, Come on. you know. Uh, so this is nice. It said the owners are most interested in buyers who will preserve its legacy rather than developers seeking to tear it down for a new construction project. So they said they're not going to accept a big offer from a developer who wants to take, tear it down. Uh, they want to give others the opportunity to purchase it to save its memory. I'd, I'd want to live there. That'd be a pretty sweet house. Wood paneling kind of depresses me. Why? Because I, I had wood paneling in this creepy house that we grew up in um, growing up, and I just have bad memories associated with the house, and it just reminds me of the wood paneling. That was the house, that, the haunted house on, in Bremerton, the first one that we lived in. It was really creepy. Sure enough. All right. Um, so Full House, the house, speaking of that, um, so if you are a fan of Full House and, you know, everyone wants to go to see the Painted Ladies, that's what they're called. 
Do you know that? <laughs> I know that because I know you love saying that fact. The painted ladies. <laughs> well, now if you want to see... You're the only one I've ever heard say that to you, by the way. That's what they're called. I didn't... I think that's what they're called. Oh, God. Have I just been saying something like an idiot and it's not really a thing? I don't know. I swear they're the painted ladies. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, they are. Okay, they are. thank God. Yeah. Jesus. All right. <laughs> so Full House fans, if you're, if you're heading to San Francisco anytime soon... Uh, and you want to see the exterior of the Full House Painted Lady House, uh, you'll have to visit by foot, because according to San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency Board of Directors, they voted to ban tour buses from going down that road so people can't gawk at the Full House house anymore. Why? So the influx of tourists hoping to catch a glimpse of the block has led many to drive on the wrong side of the road, park illegally, uh, and block driveways. It's messing up okay, traffic. Okay, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, our buddy Lisa lives right next, uh, right mm-hmm. next to there. So Lisa, there Hi, Lisa. Attention, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Oh, it even says painted ladies. Contrary to popular belief, the Tanner home is not one of the city's famous painted ladies. Oh, you've been wrong. Which is a row of colorful Victorian homes located several blocks away. Oh, I did. I was wrong. Um, Well, the original Full House ran for eight seasons from 1987 to 1995. The series is later rebooted with Fuller House on Netflix in 2016, which I attempted to watch. And God, it was just too awful for even me. I know. I watched the first season. I just couldn't do it. I tried. I really. The first one's real cheesy, too. I know, but this is like... We were just young when we watched it. Yeah. I, I suppose. I don't know. It was weird. All right, seasons one through three are currently streaming on Netflix, if that's your bag. Okay. All right, now to less wholesome news. A porn star turned wannabe politician wants people to give him money for his, crowd, his crowdfunding um, so he can be buried, not inside of a casket, but in a gigantic remote-controlled penis. A British porn star named Johnny Rockard. It's really <laughs> subtle. Says he's planning to go off in style. Johnny Rockhard. We'll see. So this is, I kind of appreciate this because he is just going for it. So he has been diagnosed with terminal lung cancer. Oh, okay. And so this is what he wants. This is his dying wish. Oh, so he's specifically, an older man. Okay. Yeah, he wants to be buried inside a six-foot-long phallic-shaped coffin that would, of course, be complete with a pair of testicles. And he started crowdfunding to get his project off the ground. He needs 5,000 pounds to build a penis on wheels because he doesn't want anyone to have to carry it. So that way it has it can Wait, so you're going to roll it and just, like, yeah. plunk? Because he admits no one's going to want to be a pallbearer carrying a giant penis. Uh, the crowdfund will also pay for a hydraulic mechanism that will make the coffin erect at an angle during the service. Uh, so the former Bristol mayoral candidate, whose real name is Johnny Langley, I'm shocker it's not Johnny Rockard, says, I know there will be people who contribute it to it because they, don't, they want to see me not alive anymore. There will also be those who contribute because they think it's hilarious. This is quite a historical moment. No one's ever been buried or cremated inside a penis before. Um, so Johnny posted an 11-minute video if you're looking to spend some time. Eleven minutes <laughs> pitching 11 minute the penis coffin <laughs> on his five thousand pound penis coffin um, on his GoFundMe page. Uh, so he um, wants people to join the party as a middle finger salute to tradition as people know it. He says, "I don't care for ceremonies, especially religious ones. So no prayers whatsoever shall be uttered at my penis funeral. No mention of God or blessings. Just a truly and one uh, truly wonderful event." Uh, so Johnny, who has a 40-year career starring in porn films, plans to set up a dedicated Facebook group called uh, Death Door Diaries for his penis coffin as he chronicles his journey. Okay. I just wanted to say penis coffin one more time. All right, and finally, go to Texas. 
A Texas house guest has been arrested. What? I don't know. I was shocked. <gasps> Are you an actor or something? That was so believable. Wasn't it? Yeah. Sure enough. Sure enough. Sure as shit. Someday I'm just gonna snap. I know. Like, it's just gonna happen. Is today that day? No, because Kyle McLaughlin's later. Yeah, that's true. I can't afford to miss that. Exactly. Is that why you poke at me on days when you know that I have something to do later so you know that I can't murder you? Yeah. Yeah. A Texas house guest has been arrested after allegedly biting off a piece of her host's nose and swallowing it when she asked her to leave her house. Oh. Jessica Collins, 41 years old, is charged with assault and bodily injury and nose-eating. The victim, who does not wish to be named, said uh, that the attack happened at her home the night after a night of drinking at a bar. Wow, I've never had a night really yeah, end like I, that. Yeah, me neither. She said the woman was a friend of her neighbor and attacked her after she asked the two of them to leave. According to the woman, uh, Ms. Collins demanded more alcohol and cigarettes after they returned to her home following a night of drinking. When she asked the two of them to leave her property, the assailant jumped on her. The victim said she did not know how badly injured she was. Wow, they must have been pretty this fucking drunk. This is horrible. I started calling my husband when I was in the ambulance. She said she was screaming, I don't have no nose. I'm 28 years old and I don't have a nose anymore. Oh, this is. The woman now has a fundraiser. If you feel bad, you put your money where your mouth is, Greg. She's raising uh, money to replace her nose. So she's aiming to raise $12,000 for her to have reconstructive plastic surgery. (sighs) Ms. Collins was reportedly released on bail on Monday. How do you release her? On bail. I don't know. She's able to pay her way out. It's a $1,000 bond? That's it? For biting somebody's nose off? That seems kind of fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you do that, I, I, I think you, you stay locked up for a little bit. Or it's got to be more than $1,000. Yeah, a nose is worth more than $1,000. Yeah. It should cost as much to get out of jail as it costs to repair the nose. It's like if she has to raise $12,000 for facial reconstruction... That shit needs to be paid by the person who bit yeah. off the nose. Yeah. Penis coffin, nose biting. All right. That's what you get, Greg, for being mean to me. I wasn't going to do the nose story. And then, hey, anyone who wants to complain, complain to Greg. Because he made me do that. Okay. All right. Well, there it is. All right. Um, well, why don't, why don't we do ball talk here really quick? And then we have a big announcement <gasps> yes. to make. That maybe we'll separate from the threats. <laughs> from the bodily threats when it comes down to that. Well, they knew what they were getting themselves into. Yeah, they did. (laughs) All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. It's a short ball talk, but a very important one because, you know, the original mission of ball talk is to help people, especially people who are not into sports, but to help you know the general idea of what's going on with the big story so that when you're at the office or work or you're out and about and somebody brings something up, you at least kind of know what they're talking about. I like that because I usually don't know. Why this first story is a big one for anybody who's an NBA fan, and it has to do with the saga of Kawhi Leonard. Now, Sarah, do you know who Kawhi Leonard is? Nope. Okay, well, he's an NBA superstar. I mean, he's a very... uh, He's a very, very good player. A top five player until uh, he was injured last year. Plays for the San Antonio Spurs. He is generally quiet. Like he, He's not one of those guys who's ever... I don't even know if I've ever heard him talk in an interview. I'd have to look that up. Um, but uh, he's 
very talented. But over this last year, but the San Antonio Spurs, he was injured. But at a certain point during the season, the Spurs said he was healthy and they should come back. And he said no. And then he left the team. And he's claimed, basically to sum it up, he's claimed that the team tried to force him back too soon before his injury had recovered and that he could have re-injured it, which that is serious. But the team said, no, um, we weren't trying to force you to come back. Your, your camp had said you were okay to come back. So there's all kinds of like two different sides to it. Essentially, the players of the Spurs even had a meeting to try to get Kawhi Leonard to come back and play. So who knows? Bottom line is he has made it very public that he does not want to be there anymore. And he wants to play for L.A. Okay. Either L.A. team. He wants to be in L.A. But he's under contract for another year. And you don't get to just say that. Mm -hmm. Like that you signed a contract. So he's supposed to make $22 million or something like that this year. Wow. I'll play wherever they want me to for $22 million bucks. But he wants to go to L.A. The Spurs Are people said, recruiting you real hard, Greg? Yeah. I mean, all mm-hmm. the time. All the time. They're trying to get me, you know, to do that. Uh, but he said, uh, the Spurs said, no, nah, we'll do whatever we want um, because you're under contract. So they didn't trade him to the Spurs, uh, to the L- to an L.A. team. They instead traded him to Toronto. That's about as far away as you could possibly get oh, from wow. L.A. I mean, <laughs> geographically, it's pretty hard to find some further, I think. So they sent him to Toronto. That's Did they the- do that out of spite? No, I don't think out of spite because Greg Popovich is the coach of the Spurs. Oh, you know, old man maybe- pop. Old man pop. He's great. And old man pop, I mean, I could see But also you wouldn't want to mess something. with old man pop. You don't want to mess with old man pop. But also, you know, he's... He's a very good coach. He's maybe the, you know, could go down as the greatest coach ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least, he's at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he sent them to Toronto. And uh, in exchange, Toronto is sending DeMar DeRozan back. So DeMar DeRozan is another very good player. And here's where all this drama is. Kawhi Leonard's camp has made it clear he does not want to go to Toronto. <laughs> but he was already traded to Toronto. DeMar DeRozan is, has been in Toronto for like nine years and loves Toronto. I mean, he is the ambassador of Toronto, and he was given assurances by the Toronto management that he would not be traded, and mm. then he got traded. Oh. And so he's made it clear publicly as well that he's pissed off about the management, and he didn't want to leave Toronto. So nobody's happy. Nobody's happy in this situation. And uh, the bottom line is, though, Kawhi's going to Toronto. Whether he plays or not, that's up to him. Mm-hmm. So he can, if he wants to, he can sit out. The entire season, he'll have to forfeit his entire salary, and um, I mean, he could do it, and that would be interesting to see that happen, because I don't think anything like that has ever happened, where somebody just sits because they're mad and won't take the $22 million, yeah. and then he's a free agent after that, and he can go sign wherever he wants. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, well, he's going to be playing for the Spurs, and so... I so everyone's know. upset. Nobody's happy. Nobody is happy, but the drama is awesome. The drama is... Yeah, sports are soap operas. Yeah. NBA especially. NBA really plays up the soap opera thing. I I mean, they really do. I mean, they're all married to, like, reality. Well, at least one of the Kardashians. Well, there's always at least a a few Kardashians There's, like, reality stars and, like, everything. I I mean, at this point, I would guess... 5% 5% at least of the NBA has dated a Kardashian at this point. (laughs) Like, I mean, that may not be that far off. So, so, uh, so anyway, all that's going down. There's the drama for that. And uh, that is just a full idea. If you hear people talking about Kawhi Leonard, that's what the deal is. Is he going to show up in Toronto? What's going to happen? And the other thing that I'll bring up is just you'll probably see her a lot of people talking about the Madden curse. Do you know what the Madden curse is? No. Is that the golfer? No. No. Madden is um, is a... Isn't it, there, who's Steve Madden? 
Oh, that's a that's shoe a, company. That's a designer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, even I knew that. Oh, my God. That was a very popular sh- Oh, my God. I had a pair of Steve Madden's. Those were the coolest in 1998. I am perpetually in 1998. Madden is the name of a video game line. Uh, it used to be like John Madden oh, football. Yeah. Now it's Madden because it's named after John Madden. John Madden, that's what, it, yeah. what I was. Thinking. John Madden was a former coach and all that stuff. But so he, he's got his name on there, and uh, and so every year they come out with a new game, you know, for the new season of the NFL. And there's always a player that's on the cover. But there's something known as the Madden Curse. So the Madden Curse is this: a lot of the players who have peer who have appeared on the cover of it, and usually you have to be a very good player, like one of the top players in the NFL. If you get your face on the cover, it's happened many, many times where the next uh, the next year I have heard of something this. happens to the player and they're never as good as they used and to so be. And so everyone doesn't want to be on the cover, right? Nobody wants to be on the cover. Nobody wants to be on the cover. And so I mean, it hasn't happened every time, but a lot of times the player gets injured, they stop performing as well, they end up out of the league in like two years. Like, it's just, it's kind of strange. It all started off with like Barry Sanders, I think was the first one in like 99, and uh, he retired before, or for the 2000 season, and he just, he retired, so that was his choice. So he never played a game for the season that he was on the cover. But then after that, just strange injuries, strange things have happened. And now this year... The cover is Antonio Brown of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the big, the big uh, question is, will there be something, you know, nobody wants something to happen, but is he going to be affected by the Madden curse? Yeah. So Antonio Brown, now on the cover of Madden 19. There we go. That concludes this edition of All Talk. And we need to talk about something else. Uh, yesterday, of course, we brought on Black's Pest Services as a wonderful new sponsor for Fun Employment Radio. And we want to give a big shout out to Dennis and Maria, who uh, sent us an email and let us know that they already contacted. Yeah, for an inspection. Yeah, for an inspection. And we are so stoked and we are very excited. Very, thank you. Thank you for doing that. That really uh, helps us out a lot. And the next thing we want to talk about is another fine sponsor that's going to be with us for the next couple of months. And that is... Rose City Comic Con. Boo, boo, boo. Rose City Comic Con, which, if you don't know, is an amazing Comic Con here in Portland. Yeah. Homegrown. Um, it's just a fantastic thing that they've, they've been creating over the last several years. And now it's turned into this huge, huge Comic Con that happens here in Portland. Yeah, I'm looking at the people that are going. So David Tennant's going to be there? Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. So yeah. it's taking place from September 7th through the 9th, uh, 2018. You can get tickets right now at RoseCityComicCon.com. And in addition to all of the... Uh, there's so many different things. Like last year, I hosted some of the uh, tech panels oh, those that they had on there. Oh, those interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so they have all kinds of panels. There's the floor space and lots of celebrities. And like you said, like some of them that are going to be there, David Tennant's going to be there. Um, uh, uh, Michael yeah. Dorn's going to be there. <gasps> Worf? Yeah, Worf is going to be there. Worf's going to be there? Michael Rooker is going to be there. Who's that? Uh, you'll recognize okay. Michael Rooker. Yeah. He's I know a, that name, but like I can't uh, picture. Guardians of the Galaxy. The oh. blue guy. He's awesome. Yes. He's, and he's then, in uh, tons of things. Evangeline Lilly, who I'm looking at, this says from Ant Man. Um, oh yeah, but also from she's the Lost. Wasp. No, that's I know her from Lost. Oh, she's the Wasp though. Okay. Yeah. Good um, to know. Felicia Day. You have uh, some uh, lots of different celebrities that are going to be there, and tons and tons of people involved in the comic industry. I mean, anything you can think of uh, are going to be there. And it's a really, really fun thing. And they are sponsoring Fun Employment Radio for the next couple of months. And so we really appreciate that. So RoseCityComicCon.com. It's RoseCityComicCon.com. So two season there. And uh, you can go there and pick up your tickets. And it's, it's awesome. I mean, seriously, I've been there I think almost every year that they've had it. 
it's it's just fun. It's really put on really, really well. Oh, yeah. And you know what's the best part about it is the people watching. The, the costumes, people watching is good. Like, at one point, um, you know, because there are a lot of people, and, um, you know, sometimes you just kind of want to sit down and take it all in. So at one point, my friend Jessica and I, we were just sitting in the hallway and just sat there for, like, probably a good 45 minutes just watching people walk by. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many elaborate Oh, the costumes? costumes. I mean, yeah. the costuming, like, the um, all the creative things that people put together from the comics to the art to the clothing I mean, anything that you can think of, you can get there. And any, um, you know, animated person or otherwise, like, yeah. there's going to be a costume of someone dressed like it. So it's taking place September 7th through the 9th of this year. You can pick up your tickets now at RoseCityComicCon.com. Awesome. Cool. All right. All right. I think that's about it you glad you separated today, that sir. from the nose-biting story, Greg? Yes, thank you for bringing that back no around. No problem. It was more the threats that you were making. <laughs> but um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Greg, I'm so nervous. It's a big day. It's a big day for Sarah. Everyone wish me luck. So should I make reference that I've met him before or no? No. Okay. And I should wear my Twin Peaks shirt. Yes. And I can't say that I'm a fan of his. Hi, Kyle. I haven't seen you since so we last worked I've together. S- we worked together, Kyle. Since we're on set. Here's a screenshot of you walking away, and that's me standing on the sidelines. <laughs> Kyle, Mr. McLaughlin. Kyle. Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Do I, okay, so now you've thrown me off. Do I say Kyle or Mr. McLaughlin? Hello, Mr. McLaughlin. Hello, Mr. McLaughlin. Can I get a picture with you? I'm your biggest fan. Yes, yeah, just like that. Okay. Just like that. With wine all over your mouth, too. Just like yeah, and it's red real wine, wine, which means stained. my teeth are going to be blue. I'll be like, hey, yeah. that's a regular clan. I'm smelling like hot cheese and wine. <laughs> <laughs> hot cheese with blue teeth. <laughs> 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 we were on set together, Mr. McLaughlin. I like your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you are very handsome, Mr. McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> your chin looks amazing. You have the most beautifully bulbous chin I've ever seen, Mr. McLaughlin. Can I take a picture with you? Wow. All right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in Fun Employment Radio. Tomorrow's live show will be at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And if you want to join the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, lots of stuff in the archives for you to peruse. For you to peruse. To. I'll be live at 2.30 p.m. Pacific today for Digital Trends for Trends with Benefits, if you want to tune into that as well. Join in. Secret's super curly We're going to talk about a flying car. A flying car? Do you get to go in a flying car? I wish. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to go. Uh, that's a debate we'll have. Okay. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. Hi, Mr. McLaughlin. Mr. McLaughlin. What's wrong with her I mouth? Just, I don't know. <laughs> Why is it so blue? <laughs>